Welcome back to the Darwinian Times Survival of the Nimblest, a podcast by Ularity. I'm Mary Hanula, the Director of Marketing, and I'm so happy you're here. This podcast is the intersection of marketing and tech, bringing you exclusive insights and conversations with some of the world's most revolutionary leaders. We talk all things automation, innovation, and even lifestyle. We're big on balancing brilliance and also being authentic. I'm guessing if you're here, then you're probably on the same wavelength too. So sit back, relax, and get inspired. Talk soon. Welcome back, everyone. I am here today with Bryce Henson, the CEO of FitBody Bootcamp. It is one of the world's fastest growing fitness boot camps. has over a decade of experience and his passion is spreading fitness to the world and also mentoring fitness professionals on how to grow their business and change lives in their local communities. Bryce, welcome. Thank you so much, Mary. Super pumped you have me on the show and uh, been looking forward to this for a while. So thanks for having me on. Really excited for you to be here. The recent partnership has been awesome. Let me get started with a question I think would be great for everyone to know, because I'm very curious. What made you get into fitness in the first place? Um, I'm originally from the Midwest. I live in Southern California, half for the last 17 years, but um, I grew up my latter part of childhood in Detroit, Michigan suburbs. And Michigan or the Midwest in general, great place, amazing people but not necessarily the fitness capital of the world. So um, basically through my latter part of childhood into you know, college, um, I would say fast food, specifically Taco Bell was a staple of my diet, uh, partly because um, my family used to run out of money before you used to run out of a month. But the other part of that was just the culture, I guess, in the Midwest isn't so fitness conducive. So um, as it turns out, I got an internship, which turned into a full-time job in Los Angeles, California, um, the summer before I graduated, which then moved me back out. And I was excited to be in LA, the palm trees, the blue skies, all the California has to offer. Um, but ultimately, Los Angeles is also the other side of the coin, the plastic capital of the world. So there I was, 3,000 miles from home, insecure. I wasn't a fit guy. I didn't have the vibrancy the energy I do now. And I lived that way for a couple of years and certainly had some very fond experiences. But, you know, the first two years, I would say being very candid, Mary, um, I had more dark experiences than good. And really when I unpeeled the onion, if you will, I just wasn't a fit guy. Um, but ultimately it kind of leading up to the story, if you will, uh, I had a good friend from college who I went to school with moved out to Orange County, which is about an hour South. And we decided to live together. And after a few months, I can't even believe it took me probably two or three months to muster up enough courage. I said, Adam, man, can you show me a little bit about this fitness thing? And uh, he certainly obliged and a little bit about Adam. He was not on the cover of men's health, but he could have been. He had the six pack ads, the glistening muscles, the confidence, all the girls loved him. I certainly looked up to that. And uh, what he ended up doing over really over uh, a six month period, but we really worked out together for about two years. He introduced me to circuit training and lifting weights and clean nutrition. But most importantly, he introduced me to uh, coaching and accountability because when I look back at my journey, um, I would love to look you and your audience in the eye and say, I would have done it by myself, but I can't do that. So really what he did is he introduced me to the fit body, you know, circuit training coaching model without fit body being in existence. And that was really the catalyst um, for me to, you know, get a, an incredible physical transformation, but way more than that, you know, vibrancy energy, it really changed my life. And that's really why I'm so passionate to inspire fitness and change lives, which is our company mission, but my personal mission as well. I love that. I think that's the best origin story. And I think a lot of people can relate to the idea of when life gets stagnant or when you're having a hard time, I, there's so many individuals who turn to fitness as part of their mental health and physical health journey. And the impact it has is something I've experienced personally 
And I find it very interesting. When did Fit Body Bootcamp kind of become conceptualized? When did that come into the picture? Yeah, great question. So this was, I uh, can't even believe, we're recording this in 2022. So this is in 2007, which is 15 years ago. Um, so at the time when I went through my transformation, FitBody wasn't even in existence, although it was on the heels. I think our founder, Bedros Koulian, started it in 2009, 2010 as a licensing program just after the heels of the Great Recession. He was a one-on-one pers -on -one personal trainer. And then when the recession hit, he realized that you know training people in groups would be more cost affordable, but also get a better result. So that's kind of the foundation, but back to my story and how it kind of came full circle for me and we uh, the stories intertwined is after that experience in 2007, actually I worked out with Adam for a couple years. So it's about 2009, I, I had my transformation, I should say within six months, but over a peer, two year period is when I really started you know, learning uh, the foundations of fitness. And I can't, I'll never forget someone walked up to me at the gym after about two years and said like, hey man, I've been watching you for a while. How do you lift this set and how do you eat? And Mary, I looked at for real quick and I was thinking like, you're asking me? And that was kind of the, the paradigm shift for me. Like, oh, wow, I've got to a point where now other people are asking me. So potentially I could um, you know, help some people becoming a personal trainer. And never in a million years did I ever think that I could actually make this a full-time focus or career, especially as my sales career, I became one of the, or I was one of the least performing sales rep in my company. I became one of the, uh, the highest performing sales rep in my company during this fitness journey. It just shows how much fitness can do for, for someone's life. Um, so I thought to myself, okay, well, my sales career is going well. How about I just get you know certified through the gold standard of certif uh, certification, which is National Academy of Sports Medicine. I would do that and I'd train some people on the nights and weekends. And that's exactly what I did. It took me about six months to go through the process. I picked up some clients and you know still kept my full-time sales focus, but I started getting a knack for it. And I think I must have updated my Facebook profile, the certified personal trainer in Facebook. And as it turns out, I started receiving ads from this guy named Bedros Koulian, who I just referenced before we call him B for short. Um, he's a dear friend of mine, mentor, um, business partner, and he's the founder of FitBody. And he was talking about how to, you know, grow your fitness business, how to, you know, get clients better results, how to grow, you know, your income, et cetera. So I started following along for a period of time and fast forward, actually ended up taking a hiatus to uh, South America, I lived in uh, at a little island in the South of Brazil for a couple of years, but I was still on Bedros's list. And in early 2012, when I knew I was coming back to California, I started paying a little bit more attention. He started talking about how Fit Body Bootcamp was went, going from a licensee program to a franchise. And at that point, I really kind of started paying a little bit more attention. And over the following few months, did all the diligence I possibly could. The, the brand was a very different state, had much uh, many few owners, but uh, in the summer of 2012, decided to take a leap of faith, invested my life savings and got our first uh, location stores open. And that, that really, uh, Mary, was my entryway to Fit Body Bootcamp and the brand. I love it. And I think it's crazy cool that you started off as an owner and then kind of built your way up through the rankings. The fact that you were able to have him as a mentor, as a guide, what was it like kind of being first off in, in a franchise owner, but also just believing in the concept and having someone really encourage you. And like you said, you put your life savings into it. What was that risk like? I know a lot of entrepreneurs go through it. Totally. I mean, you know, it was, it was a calculated risk, but it's a risk at that. And, you know, I think taking a step back, um, I, I'd like to live big or I like to think so at least, you know, I've made some big moves in my life. 
Um, and whenever I look, you know, break it down, I just kind of always come to the realization that like, what do I have to lose? Like, you know, I got one shot this life and certainly I'm not going to make any reckless decisions. I did all the research I possibly could. I did the diligence, you know, found out a lot of information online, talked to a lot of people, but when push came to shove, I just knew that I had this like burning desire to, you know, help people you know, really take my passion and, and serve others and all, you know, uh, create a, a fitness empire, if you will. And it looked a little bit different than I actually thought it turned out to be, but in a very favorable way, but that was kind of my entry point. And really to, to answer your second question, I think some takeaways for your audience. Um, yeah, it's, it's a very humbling experience. When I look back 10 years ago and realized like I was an owner, I was a coach, I was a janitor. And this guy that used to, you know, start at the very bottom ended up working his way up to the first VP of the company and then ultimately CEO in 2021. And if I unpack that, I mean, there's a, there's a couple things. Number one, I believe in the power of coaching. So finding mentors that have done what you want to do. It's not rocket science, it's just reverse engineering the process. And ultimately, I did that with Fit Body Bootcamp and specifically with Bedros because I also enrolled in some of his, you know, uh, coaching programs and masterminds in addition to the franchise. And the second, you know, message that I want to sh uh, showcase is is really the power of relationships. And there's a famous saying I heard recently: um, "There's money in the transaction, but there's wealth in the relationship." And for me, I mean, if I really were to unpack my experience, Mary, I just showed up. I did the research, I made the investment, but you know, every 90 days when I would meet with B, with B in, the, in the mastermind group, I'd get my orders, I'd take action on that, being very coachable. And then ultimately, as I started creating more success, I still continued to lean in the relationship. And it wasn't overnight. I mean, this is 2012 when I got my first locations doors open. In 2018 was actually when Bedros offered me the VP role. So that's six years of execution, growth, you know, a lot of successes, a lot of failures as well, but also a lot of relationship building to get me to the point where then in 2018, open the door for the VP role. And then of course, just, you know, execution following that kind of same framework, which really led me to oversee the brand. That's so inspiring. I think it's amazing. And it's just a testament to your hard work and dedication and the drive that comes with not only full-heartedly believing in a concept and the people among it, but believing in yourself, which seems like it was a journey. And I think no matter what the career may be, it's so important for people to believe that they're doing good work and trying their best and making those relationships in their job because you never know what can happen. Um, for Fit Body Boot Camp, tell me a little bit about what makes it stand out from the rest of every fitness concept. Yeah, I mean, if we were to unpack it, um, really our nutrition coaching is really the, the catalyst that really gets our clients the best results in the business. Um, so, you know, take a step back and, and we produce incredible results, you know, brand and franchise wide. And certainly the group training, the workouts, the, you know, programming, the community, all those things are, are things that we do really well. But there's also a lot of concepts that do that well as well. But really what we realized is that from uh, a body composition change was really a lot of our clients, we call our dream client, Mrs. Jones is an example. You know, she's in her 40s. She has a couple of kids. She doesn't love working out, but she knows she needs to work out and to live a better lifestyle. Um, so for Mrs. Jones, um, you know, she's uh, has kids and she's cooking, you know, for her family and all that. And she needs to make time uh, time for her. So the first step is actually coming to our, our locations and getting you know awesome uh, group training sessions, which we recommend at the very baseline three three times per week. Our sessions are only thirty minutes. Do not let that confuse you. They're very high intense uh, 
intensity at that. Um, so we like to say we give twice the workout in half the time. So we lead with that, but really long-term, what really makes sure um, our clients stick with our program is the increased coaching and specifically nutrition accountability because Mrs. Jones is coming in typically wants to lose weight um, to kind of put a bow on it, and bring it back. Um, you got to be able to, to really coach your client from a nutrition protocol perspective. That's actually the single biggest driver of body composition change. And when you add that into all the awesome aspects of our group training program, that's where the, the results happen. And that's where the retention and really the growth has, has, has came from. Really important to have that type of focus and to have a workout that's 30 minutes and packs a punch and really gets the job done is phenomenal, especially for the type of um, ICP you're talking about who has four kids and is busy and trying to make a change, but probably doesn't have a lot of time. I think it's really impactful. Totally. And, and that's really the, the the foundation of it because time is everything, right? And really yeah. what we're selling is like more time with their family because even though our program is awesome and you know, you come to the location, the energies, the environment, you know, the culture is really strong. At the end of the day, Mrs. Jones wants more time for herself, more time for her family. And really by joining our program, it really gives her to uh, give, gives her that. Yeah, I think it's very clear that Fit Body Boot Camp as a concept has not only the promise of health and really helping people out, but the fact that it delivers a sustainable and improved lifestyle, which I think is what everyone wants at the end oh, of the day. Totally. Do you have any client success stories that you could share with the audience? Oh, shoot. Uh, well, I feel blessed not to really brag, but hundreds and thousands actually, but um, I'll kind of bring it back to my first, um, one of my first experiences at my Yorba Linda location, which is the city that we opened up in, uh, in Orange County, California, next to Disneyland. And um, this is my first like six months of being a business owner. And I was like, so focused on the coaching, as you would imagine, not realizing that like I needed leadership and a lot of other skills, marketing skills, which um, you, you and your organization has certainly helped with in, in more recent times. Um, but, um, but that all said, I had a friend and a former client named Courtney and, you know, she was over a hundred pounds overweight. She tried every potion and gadget and all that. And she was actually in a very abusive relationship. So it was a really tricky situation going in. Um, but she came and did uh, one of our trial program challenges. And, um, you know, she started seeing a little bit of results, but when I sat down with her at a strategy session, just to talk about where she was kind of give her some nutrition coaching and really set the plan uh, ahead, you could tell like one part of her, she was interested and like, she really wanted it. The other part of her felt like, you know, down and, and, and realizing that she's been, she tried to do this many times before and she really didn't fully believe in herself. And, um, you know, thankfully I was just passionate about fitness because I feel like I have a secret sauce because I was not a fit guy. I know what that was like. And then I know what the change was. So I have a massive amount of belief just because I've, I've went through it firsthand. So thankfully I was just able to provide her, you know, that belief, the fact that she stuck with it and she joined our program for the long term, she get an incredible result and she did. And it certainly didn't happen overnight, but a few months turned into a few more months and she lost 15 pounds, which turned into 30 pounds, turned into 50 pounds and over a period of about 18 months, she lost over hundred pounds. And that's incredible. Like the weight loss, the, you know, that aspect, but way more than that, it was just the confidence, the energy, the enthusiasm. She ended up kicking her old boyfriend to the curb. Now she's getting married to this awesome guy. So I know that's kind of one part sad, but actually really happy. And at the end of the day, like it, that's just one classic example that all hundreds of our owners on a, and coaches on a daily basis are doing that in the trenches, but that just gives some visibility, not only to the weight loss and not only the result component, but the increased quality of life and really the life-changing aspect, which is you know what our program can entails. That's such a good story. That warms my heart. I think it's wonderful. And the fact that 
she stuck with it. And as a coach, from that type of perspective, you believed in yourself, you believe in others. What do you look for for coaches and franchisees for Fit Body Bootcamp? What is the secret sauce for your location owners? Oh, great question. I'll actually tech it in two different ways. From owner perspective, um, two, two things. And this is what I tell a new owners coming through the pipeline all the time, because I'm the last stop in terms of our vetting process, if you will. Uh, we do a Zoom call. And uh, number one, it's passion, not only to fitness, but around people. Because I tell our franchisees, primarily, we're not in the fitness business or nutrition business or health business. Those are all things we do. But primarily, we're in the people business. So the owners that really you know have the most success love people connect with people and you can, we're not in the transaction business. You know, it's not like a, a major, you know, there's many major, very successful, very awesome, you know, sub franchises or, you know, uh, et cetera. When you, when you go into that experience, that concept, you know, you go in, you, you, you make an order, you hand your credit card to the cashier. They basically charge you and then off you go. It's just a transaction, nothing right or wrong, but in our business is a relationship business, personal training in a group setting. So having that love for people makes all the difference and people can send if you root sense, I should say, if you really want to help them, if you're in it for the right reasons, and it just so happens the profitability is a byproduct of that. So that's number one. And then number two um, would just be coachable. I mean, we have a system that works extremely well, uh, owners that are just absolutely crushing it across the way from seven figure owners, um, you know, multi-location owners. It's really inspiring to see. Um, so the ones, the owners that come in that have a passion for people and fitness, of course, but also that are coachable, you know, by far the most successful owners in their brand. And really when you kind of, to tailor that down from a coaching perspective, it's, it's a similar formula. You know, we're in the people business, so your coaches, you know, we, we recruit not necessarily talent or even, you know, previous experience. We actually look, are they coachable and do they have a love for people? Because if you have that, like I can work with you, I can make you an incredible coach. If you don't have that, it doesn't matter all the accolades, all the degrees that you have, you're not going to be a good fit for, for our program. I love that. I think it's really important to I like the saying gut feelings are guardian angels. You can't teach someone to be personable. You can't teach them to be kind. Um, you can go so far as to tell them what to do, but to actually have that type of aura and atmosphere around you that's encouraging and engaging and willing to help others because that's just how you are and what you like to do is something that it sounds like each location owner is and has and I think it makes it so much more exciting for anyone coming to any of your locations that they know that's what's delivered. That's who their coach is going to be. Totally. For you specifically, I know that you co-lead the FBBC mastermind group. Can you tell me a little bit about that as well? Yeah, so um, we've actually rebranded it called the Elite Mastermind Group, um, just to provide visibility there. And um, you know, certainly, it's a, a higher level. It's really a leadership coaching, uh, you know, program, and really designed to better up the leadership of our um, of our owners for those who opt into this, and also to prepare them to be multi-location owners and really expand their fitness empires, if you will. Um, so um, it's ran by, um, I guess I'm the uh, the back end kind of leader of the group, but really our head coach of the group, if you will. His name is uh, a, a friend, a business partner of mine, uh, Matt Wilbur, and he's our most successful franchisee. He's based in the west side of Michigan, has uh, nearly 10 locations and just extremely, extremely uh, intelligent and successful. So him and I, um, in addition to our team of coaching and profitability, or CAP coaches for short, uh, basically run the group. And really we're just you know putting positive mindsets, uh, strategies, leadership, basically strategies, because Interestingly enough, Mary, 
here to kind of go full circle. If I could tell myself one thing 10 years ago to the Bryce who were just launching my own location, yes, it would be, you need to be a great coach. You need to learn the nutrition aspect. You need to execute the game plan, but way more importantly than that, especially for my vision to, you know, really be the best I possibly can is to develop leadership skills. And leadership is just a skill, just like marketing is or advertising or learning a language. Um, it's a skill that needs to be studied, but when you can, uh, develop your leadership skills, then you actually can lead an army of team, of coaches, of, of clients to a better result. So really the, the mastermind program does a great job in really equipping our, I guess, leaders, if you will, with, with different leader, leadership tips and strategies. And it's no um, secret, it's not by happenstance that, you know, the members in the group are some of the most successful owners within our brand. That's great. That's awesome. And it's funny that it's back in Michigan that he's a multi-location owner. It's kind of full circle in that way as well. Full circle. <laughs> yeah, full I love circle that. For sure. I love that. And so having those professionals and coaches, I like that you said leadership's a skill. I think it's something everyone can study up on and be better at. But I think it also takes not only studying through maybe inspirational books or interviews, anything it may be. I, I'm a huge fan of TED Talks. I think it takes um, experience. And a lot of people don't realize that you're not born knowing this stuff. So as you go and you try your best and you become a leader and you get new techniques and you get new people that you're having to influence, you're learning as you go from mentors. Like you said, you have so many great ones and friends. Who are some of your biggest inspirations along the way? Maybe some of you haven't mentioned, maybe some of you have. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, that's really what it, what it all comes down to. And, you know, I think um, leader leadership, like I said, we, we both agree it's a skill. It does require experience. I mean, to your point, because you can learn all the classroom, whether it be marketing, whether it be leadership, whether it be, you know, human resource, you can learn all the classroom tips and strategies, you know, to your blue in the face. But until you actually apply those into the real world, that's that's actually where the biggest growth comes. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely a skill. And also too, I think it lends... I feel like people are factory installed for certain skill sets. I mean, you know, anyone can learn leadership for, for, for certain, but I think I gravitate to it more and I feel blessed. I married, I feel like this is my secret sauce. I learned from my mother. My mother's like the sweetest person ever. She's like, give you the shirt off her back. I just really have a genuine love for people. Um, like I really have a, a high level of empathy and connect with them. And because of that, I feel like I, I have, I have an advantage um, from a leadership ability just because that's how I'm factory installed. But really that all said, I don't, I also want to, uh, really hit the message to your to your audience that it's a skill it can and it should be developed at the very least if you're even if you're listening to this and you're not thinking okay i'm going to be a ceo or leader major organization everyone has to lead themselves and if you can lead yourself in a better way you're going to make your life your family's life and the world a better place i love that i love that everyone has to lead themselves because at the end of the day too that's what self-esteem i think is putting yourself in the right direction and setting yourself up for success and transparency and knowing that it is you that's going to make the ripple change and the effects of that can be huge, but it really does start from within. Totally. Yeah. What can we expect from Fit Body Bootcamp in the upcoming year? 
Oh, so exciting. Um, we've, uh, no secret, the last two years has been really challenging for humanity as a whole. Uh, and certainly, um, you know, here in the States and North America, the brick and mortar business. So, you know, fitness, restaurants, I mean, there's a lot of industries really hit hard. Uh, thankfully, through strong leadership and through, through strong systems and ownership, our brand has really stuck together. And we had a little bit of contraction, as you would imagine, like most uh, businesses on the planet have, um, but we have a really strong base and we've already started to rebound very very, very strongly just in the last six to nine months. And um, it's really exciting to see like the amount of new interest, new owners coming on board. We just finished off our uh, annual world conference in Scottsdale, Arizona, which was just a massive mega success. You and your, or your team was there um, doing a little keynote, which was uh, really fun. So we really laid the foundation for our um, increased, our updated nutri nutrition coaching program, um, a program called Ultimate Transformation Program, which is really a 12 week program, which brings our members in, gets them awesome results and then we can continue on them on our nutrition uh, coaching program. So that's the really like the, I guess the the focus that our brand is really um, rushing to, which is great from a business perspective, it allows our owners to be more profitable. And from a client perspective, it allows our clients to get better results. Uh, so that's the big infrastructure play that that uh, is going to take place the rest of the 2022 to set us up uh, for even better 2023. Love it. Love it. So exciting. I know our team had a blast there. It looked like they were speaking during a TED talk. Yeah, um, it was fun. And the fact that you guys just have so many people come together and you're, you're a global brand. What is it like having locations all over? Oh, it's interesting. It's kind of like a pinch myself uh, type of situation. Actually, yeah. I, have a I have a client in uh, my Mission Viejo location. So I, I mentioned when I first started, I... Um, I started as a, a fit body location owner and I still am to this day. I ended up scaling to a handful of locations in that period of 2012, 2018. Um, but now with my res uh, increased responsibility first as VP is now, and now a CEO, I've really condensed my focus. So I still have one location. I ended up finding a few other awesome owners to assume the other locations, if you will. Um, but this all to say, um, while that's my focus, one of my clients at the Mission Vejo location was just traveling in Dublin, Ireland, and he picked up a copy, I think, of Global Franchising and Fit Body Bootcamp myself. wasn't on the cover, but like one of the lead pages. And I'm like, oh my gosh, never in a million years would I have thought myself like 20 years ago that I would be a CEO of like a major international fitness brand. But you know what? It's just a matter of like taking shots, uh, taking research uh, or um, calculated risk, investing in mentorship, investing in people. Um, and that's really what's worked out for me and really another message that I want to share with your audience today. I love it. I think that's, that is a pinch me moment being all the way in Ireland and having a client send you that must've been unreal. Well, he brought it back. He actually brought the magazine back, uh, which was Did just why. Yeah. So, awesome. So it was cool. Oh, that's so exciting. What have you seen since you've been in this business and um, for, you know, over a decade now, what have you seen be some of the biggest technology and marketing trends that surround the fitness franchise space? Yeah, so uh, I guess from a um, technology trend, I mean, certainly it's technology, you have to embrace it. You know, it's not going anywhere. Uh, so on one hand, I, and there's actually two sides of the equation. On one hand, um, we've really embraced technology very well over the years. And I feel like that top down from our founder, Bedros, he's always had like this technologically focused mind. He actually started a few apps, you know, when he was uh, early 20s. So that's been in the fabric of our DNA. And if you can leverage and utilize technology to your advantage, 
it can just massively, massively help you in a very positive way. Uh, the other side of the coin, though, and this is something from a coaching perspective that we really you know, hit hard on, is, is technology is a tool, okay? But really, from a relationship business, you can't overlook the fact that our, you know, the, the, the end user is not a machine. The end user is Mrs. Jones. So having that you know, connectivity. So using the technology as a tool to really build a strong relationship and better result, that's actually, in my, from my perspective, the secret sauce. Um, so that's been a, a mantra of, of ours for, for quite some time. And you know, we've built a custom CRM, a POS system that we unveiled to our brand last year, which we migrated hundreds of locations just in the last six months. So that's really exciting, which we'll be able to still con uh, continue to, to, to do custom builds um, and really make the system even more specific to Fitbody, which is a huge advantage. Uh, and then also too, partnering up uh, you know, with Ularity and an organization like yours. So we're doing uh, an intro, uh, I guess, beta test, if you will. As we talked about, we had you know, your company's represented at uh, our world conference. And, you know, there's a lot of buzz and dozens of owners have actually already expressed interest to get on board. So we're excited, you know, how we can leverage that tool uh, to continue to, to grow and expand. So I think it's the, the, the mentality that you can't lose sight of your real business, which is your people business and using tools that can really create that better customer and, you know, person experience. But on the other side of the coin, having that open mindset where you embrace and drive change in technology, I mean, that's just so important. So that's a long-winded answer to kind of, you know, uh, pull in a few different uh, aspects to the question. No, that was a perfect answer. And I really liked what you said, especially about using it as a vehicle communication and getting to your customers, but it's not automation on the other side. It's not just a computer, it's Mrs. Jones, or it's someone who's hesitant about their journey and doesn't really know if they want to start and having a marketing message and delivery that is clearly very efficient from your brand, but to get to someone who is on the fence of their fitness journey or curious about it, or maybe doesn't even have it in mind and really pull them into a concept and a class and a group where everyone believes in them, including eventually themselves is huge. Mary, that is so incredible, not only from a technology and just a business and vision message that you just laid out, but also another message that you just talked about didn't, uh, maybe if they don't believe in themselves yet, I forget exactly how you framed it, but really the point here that we tell our, our coaches and clients is Mrs. Jones she probably believes the program works. She probably seen your website, the marketing message. She might even have a friend that actually has been to the program and introduced her, but she doesn't believe it's going to work for her yet. And it's our job to really, you know, fine tune that marketing message and also to lead with value from a connectivity perspective um, to allow Mrs. Jones to borrow off our belief until a point where then she wakes up and she believes in herself, just like I, um, you know, did many years ago. And, you know, it's so, so important, especially in our space. So I really appreciate you bringing that point up, Mary. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's really important to always remember that sometimes things can look like huge mountains in front of us. It can be really challenging. It's really scary too to have a lifestyle change, but when it's introduced to you in an encouraging way, not so much an intimidating way and from everything you've said about Fitbody, it sounds like everyone is there to further this person, to help them. And I think a lot of the time, even in fitness, it can be really intimidating because you don't know what you're doing and there's always going to be people who are um, more into it than you or more dedicated possibly, but you just have to believe in yourself. And it sounds like these classes and coaches give these people that time and that energy and that effort. And the success stories are phenomenal, especially I love the one you shared. And I just feel like there's so many more to be had. 
Thank you. That's and that's the vision. So I'm excited to continue working with our organizations and really make more of those stories because that's really what we're both in this to do. Yeah, no, and it sounds like you guys have a lot of great stuff coming up. I know, obviously, we got a little look at that at the conference. Um, and just in terms of expansion, you have around 800 locations. I think that's a mix of currently open and then about to open. Are there any certain areas globally that you're looking at that you're trying to break into currently? Yeah, great question. So, you know, our major focus, especially after getting through COVID and laying out some other infrastructure, you know, technology programs, uh, you know, nutrition coaching programs that we just basically um, articulated, our full focus is actually just to really solidify the strong infrastructure in North America over the next two years. That said, um, as our brand grows, um, you know, we literally, I just get, got off the phone with someone from the African content in, in addition to Europe, who's interested in our model. So we definitely have our um, antennas up, if you will, and the vision is to meet, make a really, really big impact from a global stage. And it, that will happen. There'll be a byproduct of the infrastructure that we continue to lay and our, our really um, focal point. And actually, our mantra is actually to do less better. So the next 24 months, we're going to do less better and really, really go long and deep in North America. And then as that infrastructure is fully laid out, opportunities already coming that we can really launch and, and make this a global powerhouse, which is what its, des it's destiny is. Love it. I think that's phenomenal. And I think it's really exciting. There's so many good things ahead for you guys. Last question I have is as someone who has had so many leadership positions and you've been so involved with the brand, what advice do you have for leaders out there, whether they are franchisees or C-suite executives, it doesn't really matter the brand. What advice do you have for other leaders? Yeah, incredible question. And uh, this has been an incredible chat. So Mary, I appreciate you and your diligence and, and I guess your research. Um, specifically to the question, what advice do I have from leader, uh, fellow leaders? Well, number one, I mean, just reiterate going double down. Leadership is a skill. It is a required skill. And I think um, you know, people, the term gets thrown around like, oh, this person's a leader, this person's a leader, that person's not a leader. Really, at the end of the day, if the person's a leader, quote unquote, they've just acquired leadership skills and the opposite is also true. Um, so I think having that growth mindset is really, really important. I think foundationally, uh, there's four concepts, I call them the four C's of leadership. Um, that they're number one, courage, number two, connection, number three, communication, and number four, consistency. And I'll uh, showcase a little bit what I mean by that. Number one, courage. Um, being a leader by default is putting your neck on the line. Um, it's really going against the grain. So I would say the first principle, the first C of leadership has to be courage. And it's not something that, it's something that can also be an acquired skill as well. Um, but you really have to, you know, kind of dig deep at times, which leads me to my, follow, my last point, which is really, you know, leading with passion, which I'll get to in a bit. But if you're passionate about something, if you really care about something, typically um, you can be more courageous. So that would be number one. Number two would be connection. Uh, leadership's the, the connection, it's the relationship business. The stronger relationship you have, the better leadership skills you will acquire for sure. Because at the end of the day, you're trying to influence not machines, you're trying to influence people. And uh, that's really, really important to be able to connect at a deep level. Uh, third is be able to communicate. People are not mind readers. As much as technology has been really incredible to develop that, um, you have to be uh, and really to be devoted to, to strong communication. And it's a skill just like anything else. 
Um, so great leaders communicate well. So really doubling up, down on that. And that could be, you know, communicating via uh, Zoom right here on the stage, on a podcast, uh, pre-recorded. That could also be in the boardroom, one-on-one, -on -one, uh, writing email copy. I mean, there's a, a lot of ways that you can communicate. In some ways, I'm better than the others, but being a student of communication is, is, is certainly very important. Uh, and the last would be consistency. And I heard this, I was actually on a, uh, doing a podcast um, with a friend, Justin, last week, and he'd been, you know, on the board of, uh, you know, NHL teams, NC2A teams, a lot of experience in the professional world dealing with the highest performing athletes. And he said something that his coach taught him one time, or he recited a quote that said, um, talent will get you noticed, um, but consistency will get you paid. And I thought that was so important, especially coming a guy from him, like him, who's worked in the NHL and the NC Due in hockey, um, knowing that, okay, talent only gets you so far. Consistency is actually a very, very much more noteworthy um, skill set. So those four C's, if you will, courage, connection, communication, and consistency really embody what leadership is to me. And um, to finish this off and put a bow on it, uh, Mary, which you've been so kind, the last, yeah, I guess, piece of advice, you know, aside from developing those leadership skills, and way more than woo-woo and um, kind of pie-in-the-sky idea fairy, if you will, you got to be passionate about what you do from a practical perspective, from a practicality. Resistance is too hard. Like, literally, just, you know, from my position um, and many CEOs and many C-like executives or just everyday in people, you're going to get bombarded with problems, bombarded with the issues that, you know, come up, that fires come up. And from a pr very practical perspective, you got to be passionate. You've got to be on fire for who you are and what you're doing, because that's the only way that you're going to be able to overcome all those uh, uh, obstacles in your way. So, you know, that gives a little bit of framework for leadership to me and really uh, my last, I guess, piece of wisdom, if you will. It's certainly served me well, and hopefully you and your message, or excuse me, your audience has really uh, been able to resonate and can take action against that message. The best answer of all time. I <laughs> love the four C's. I will be living by those. I think I have, but I really enjoyed how you put them together. And I think that's so important. And being passionate, like you said, sometimes can have um, an interesting connotation with it. It's like, I think there's a stigma. You can either be really, really passionate and love what you do, or you just have to be laser focused and kind of abide by society. And I don't understand why it can't be a mixture of everything for everyone, finding what you love. And we're grateful enough to both be doing that. But really, I think it comes down to being in tune with yourself and what makes you happy and putting your best foot forward. And I love the idea that you have to be courageous and you have to be consistent because if you're not, then it's just stagnant. Totally. Amen to that. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You already know I'd love to talk shop about what insights were your favorite. For those of you that don't know us yet, Ularity is the world's most efficient local marketing platform. Using machine learning and automation, our state-of-the-art technology simplifies the complex world of developing and executing digital marketing programs, all for a flat and transparent fee. Our technology-based SaaS, software as a service, model is a fraction of the cost of traditional vendors. Check us out at eulerity.com, E-U-L-E-R-I-T-Y.com. And keep an eye out for our next episode of the Darwinian Times Survival of the Nimblest. Stay safe, stay happy, talk soon.